When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. What is happening, everyone? Happy Tuesday. Welcome to episode 105 of your favorite podcast, the Gordite Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Haley, alongside my co-host, Scott Simmons. Today, we're going to talk about character. It's beyond bodybuilding. What is your character and how does this tie into your day-to-day life? I promise you, this one's good. This one's really, really, really good. I also want to send some shout outs uh, to some highlight clients over the weekend and one non-client who's very, very, very meaningful to me. We're going to talk about her inside as well. Episode 105 brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. As always, use code Mahalia at checkout. Give us five stars. If you love us, I'll see you inside. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Tuesday so far. If you're listening to this early in the morning, you're not having a fantastic Tuesday yet. It's time to make it one. Dude, I I have a funny, I have a funny fucking story for you guys. The other night I I uh, you know drove up to Dallas and I was getting settled in for the client competitions. You know, I got a little high and um, you know, I was scrolling through Reddit and this Reddit pops up, a, a Reddit thread pops up. And the title of this Reddit, I send it to Scott right away. I think I we should. Right I think we should open every podcast with this shit. <laughs> with a new Reddit story, yeah. dude. I love sharing them with you guys so much because, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I share them sometimes at the house. And I think everyone just gets bored hearing about it. But you I'm guys, glad think you it's send them awesome. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I just send them to you for my validation. So it's on the subreddit off my chest. You guys, you guys have. To, this is funny as fuck. It's off my chest, and uh, this woman. <laughs> This woman's titles masturbated to what I thought was my upstairs neighbors having sex. Thought I thought it wasn't. So unfortunately, the story has been removed. It was not a short story. I was going to read it for you guys. So essentially, the, the gist of what happens, like she's been going through a little dry spell. Yeah. Um, you know, quarantine makes it tough to, you know, meet people, and like hook up. And like she's trying to like do her part to like um, be safe and like, you know, stop the spread and all that stuff. And so like she's trying to like be a good American. And like part of a good American is, uh, well, you know, what she thinks part of a good American is, is like, I'm not going to you know meet or date new people right yeah, now I'm not gonna risk um, spread all that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. yeah but like you know a, a woman still has needs right like things still gotta you still get, gotta take care of yourself you still gotta take care of yourself you know what i'm saying and so she you know heard what she thought was her upstairs neighbors having sex and like she started like kind of getting into it and like yeah. started like touching yeah. herself to a little bit and stuff and then she's like you know what? like fuck it like she pulled out her whole ass vibrator right yeah and she starts just because you know, the whatever. reason she pulled it out is because it, she heard it intensified yeah 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 it, it, got, it got louder and louder it louder yep. and like harder and, yep. And, yep. and better right and so she like starts cranking away with her vibrator which is <laughs> fucking hilarious and <laughs> like you think about how vulnerable of a moment that is you yes. know yes um like when when whenever you're masturbating is a very fucking vulnerable moment in human psychology and physiology right? yeah and so she's cranking away having you know a good time whatever and you know she she gets the job done and then a little bit of time goes by and somehow i i, I, I forget I, I don't know i forget how she figured out but she figured out that that wasn't them having sex that was their baby it was, it was a mom and her yeah, baby it was a mom and her baby the mom was talking to the baby and the baby was like and the noise she heard like groaning the, and crying yep. and like doing things and 
And she thought it sounded like having sex. So she literally got <laughs> off to a baby crying. <laughs> uh, getting like, it was either getting coddled or fed yeah. or something. Dude. I think the, she thought something like she thought she heard like a, a yeah, like a headboard. Yeah. yeah. But it was a yeah. chair. It must've been a chair. Yeah. Like scooting around, yeah. the, around yeah. the floor. How yeah. fucking funny is that? Dude. How fucking funny is that dude? We all have some funny ass fucking shit that we've done that we're super ashamed yeah. of. I have nothing that compares to that. <laughs> what I find really funny is she, she she has a sense of humor. She does. Obviously. The way she because, wrote it was good too. Because she it happened. She realized yeah. it. And I want to know how soon after she went to Reddit and told Dude, people. I feel like it was like within a couple minutes. I feel afterwards. like it was really soon. She was like, I can't tell any of my friends this. But I have but to dude, tell the world. Yeah, but I have to tell the world and they can never know who I am. Yeah. Dude, I think that is absolutely hilarious. It obviously took off really fast, but you know, if you're having a rough Tuesday, at least you're not having a I masturbated to my upstairs neighbor's newborn child rough Tuesday. <laughs> so it could always be worse. That being said, weekend recap. We had another good weekend. And um, honestly, not super happy with it. I'm not even like going to front or lie. It's always cool getting wins. It's always cool seeing, you know, clients perform really well. Austin got a win out in San Diego. Um, Brandon got a win here in Austin. Cecily got three wins here in Austin. It brings our win total to five on the day. I thought going into the day, we had a chance to eight or nine wins, right? And so now it's like, where do we find these other three or four? Where do we make things, uh, you know, three or four wins up? Going into the day, I know a lot of coaches talk about how they, you know, like uh, just do better not um, having expectations. And mm-hmm. I remember like two years ago when I started getting a lot of clients on the national stage, you know, I was talking to Dylan about, um, you know, don't don't have expectations, you know, just like let it fly, let it go. And, you know, that's not really how I work. It's not really how I vibe. Um, and so I have huge expectations. Um, and, you know, Quite frank, this week they weren't met. So I'm not super happy about that. But we got five wins. Um, I mean, what can you say about Cecily? She's an absolute fucking star. Um, she came in from Washington and Daria flew in from Washington. Daria, we we, we didn't have the best performance. Uh, we, we were not at our best on Saturday. Um, a big issue there. Um, she wasn't able to fly into Liddy before the show. Um, man, but she is a talented, talented individual. She's just oozing potential. She, she's, we're going into an improvement phase. She needs to grow quite a bit, but man, she is good. She's going to be really good. Um, more of that story. Don't fly in the day before a show. It's brutal on your body. It is absolutely brutal. And it's like impossible to recover from. Like nothing we really did worked. Something um, similar some happened to Megan at the Arnold, right? Yeah. The, the flight took a little bit yeah. out of her. Well, the problem there was also that. Well, the stress uh, of the fucking yeah, COVID shit. Of, of yeah. everything that happened. You know, we were told the show wasn't going to go and X, Y, Z. Sure. Um, but flying in this the day before you compete is really hard. Um, and, and you know, Derry gave it her fucking all. Did she like? said she's fucking good man uh she'll 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 be on national stage next year she's got really good energy yeah dude she has great energy like uh she she's a positive person and being positive even in times where it's hard to be positive when you don't pull out what you want yep um that's that's that that speaks volumes (laughs) it speaks a lot so uh we're gonna get back to the drawing board there we're gonna improve um cecily came out from washington her family came down amazing amazing people um matt her dad trains with me her mother trains with kelly i go um and dude they i mean they're 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 just 
awesome. Her best friend came in. Her uncle came in. Um, A1 people. We kind of hung out with them um, all weekend. Just great energy, great vibes. But Cecily, I mean, Cecily's a fucking star. I'm not going to sit here. I, I could talk about 60, for, about her for 60 <laughs> minutes with y'all. I mean, she's a fucking star. Um, we're getting into an improvement phase. She was on, you know, the stage seven times. Um, sorry, eight, eight times um, this year. And she won six of those times in two shows eight times because of how many overalls she was in. Um, and, and, you know, she was an overall champion this past weekend, which was huge. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy. See Cecily embodies kind of what we're going to talk about today on the podcast, which is character. Um, but you know, Cecily embodies everything she does, um, you know, kind of builds up, upon the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything has a, a there, there's a reason why. And the reason is always growth behind everything she does. Like there's no wasted time. They're building blocks. Yeah. 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 Everything's a building block. Yeah. And like, she never tears down her own building blocks mm-hmm. and like, she never wastes her own time. She never mm-hmm. wastes her resources. Um, and you know, she utilizes the resources she has available, um, like me and like mm-hmm. the team, mm-hmm. you know, she, she utilizes us in a manner that she should. Um, so yeah, Cecily's uh, a star. We're getting into an improvement phase. Um, you guys will see her late next year. She'll be on a national stage. She'll be battling in the first call out. Um, I don't know when she's going to turn pro, but she's going to turn pro. And that's going to be a very, 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 very special day. Um, you know, when she does, she's a very special person. Um, one of the, what's wild about Cecily is you guys might all look at her and be like, wow, she's so talented. And honestly, she's not, she's not the most talented person <laughs> really? I've worked with really genetically. No, yeah. Not at all she works so goddamn hard yeah she will outwork you she will rip your soul out of your fucking chest while smiling and looking you in the eyes yeah and tear it apart she's gonna outwork you so hard i think she's i remember built herself into this and yeah. most people just aren't able to do something she hasn't had these genetic just gifts that are ungodly her mm-hmm. genetic gift is that she's gonna go so much harder than you. her genetic gift is i can tell her to eat nothing but mud and she's not gonna eat anything <laughs> but mud and yeah you know, that that separates her because man most people and i know you guys hear us all the time well like you know i'll venture there and i'll go there coach no you fucking won't no you fucking won't yeah. the amount of people who are actually about that life is very few and far between um she's an absolute star um you know brandon i think brandon's going to be amazing he's getting into an improvement phase now um two shows two class wins two second places um you know that's we need to turn so second we need to turn the seconds into first but really fucking good rookie season there too. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be, uh, he'll be at the top of the light heavies next year. Um, he was around 181, 182 on stage here. So up about 10 pounds from three weeks ago. Um, huge improvements. Dude, it was funny. I posted that, uh, picture that you sent me next to the side by side of the Adela. And I was like, plus yeah. 10 pounds in three weeks. And it got shared on like eight or nine people's stories, okay. but my share button, my share thing had like 270 some shares. Okay. And I was like, I wonder how many of these people are like sending it to their people. And like, man, wonder how many drugs you had to take. Fuck, put on 10 pounds in three fucking weeks when like it wasn't about the drugs yeah, at all. <laughs> sure, sure. The drugs didn't change at all. Actually, yeah. we, we actually put really? it back. We okay. didn't change anything. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's funny. That's, I'm sure that's how you know, people view things. Um, Austin out in San Diego, I mentioned him. He got absolutely peeled, peeled. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Kim, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what's missing here. Um, you know, it's, it's beyond me, but also man, Kim's lineup was bonkers at that dude, show. The girl, the girl who, who won the overall, yep. that was, she was in Kim, dude, yep. she looked dude, crazy. Dude, I mean, that was well, a national here, level top four. So here's what I found strange. Yeah. And this might be my lack of knowledge in yeah. the peak bikini judging Yeah, is last show at the Adela. Kim was too hard. Yeah. Tim was. Kim looked really, really good. Yeah, but the girl who won the overall there hard. was harder than Kim. She was hard as fuck. Yeah, she was harder than Kim was. So I, I found that strange. Um, and it was it, same, it, and same judge. It's inconsistencies in, in, you know, what the head judge looks for. I'm not yeah. throwing him under the bus. I sure, think he's sure. a decent. I think he's a, a above average head judge. Sure. Um, but, you know, be consistent with what you're spreading. When you go to a Sandy Williamson judged show, mm-hmm. you know what to bring. Mm. When you go to a Tyler Mannion judged show, you mm-hmm. know what to bring. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're trying to figure that out here, um, you know, with, with, with him. Cause but y'all did what we did exactly suggested. that. We went yeah. up plus four pounds and, yeah. we, and, and we went back in placing, mm. um, you know, Kim is uber talented and like, man, that class was like I said, that class was that, the, the top stacked. four on that, like the top four there, you, you could see that being a top four at a national show mm-hmm. and you would be very happy with what you saw. Yeah. Um, so that, that, you know, class D is always going to be the hardest. Um, so, you know, she, yeah, Kim, Kim, Kim is a, Kim's a fucking star. You guys literally all already know that. Um, so it was a, it was, it was a decent weekend. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Mm-hmm. It would make me really happy this weekend. One of our biggest podcast fans mm-hmm. turned pro, mm-hmm. you know, Jen Saluski. I hope oh. I'm saying her name right. Yeah. Um, she's actually like really close friends with my uh, figure girl, Jill Lombardi. Mm-hmm. I showed you like okay. really fucking strong. Yep. Um, Jen turned pro out at um, NPC Universe in Charleston. And honestly, man, Jen's going to be so mad at me when I say this. There was a part of me that was like. Let's not do it this weekend. Let's do it <laughs> next weekend when I'm there, so I can be there. So you can experience. You know? it. So I can fucking be there yeah, with her and yeah, like yeah. you know, spit, like. But spin you that. experience oh. the pro debut now. Exactly. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I'm not missing that pro debut. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jen, um, one of my favorite fucking humans in the world, dude. What's wild is we. So I've heard her name for like. I've heard her name for a while, um, but you know, you just kind of like always hear someone's name. You never like see them. Yeah. And then Dylan, so Dylan bears her, her coach. I'm, I'm, I do not coach Jen. Um, and so, you know, Dylan's telling me, um, you know, earlier in the year about this Jen girl. And then, you know, I, I finally see her in prep and going through prep, getting reposted on Dylan's page. And then, um, you know, she, she competed and I, I, I never, you know how much I, I pay attention to things, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I never like pay a ton of attention to a ton of things. Um, but she competed and I saw her look on show day and I thought Dylan, I thought, I thought it was a pro girl that Dylan was sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, th- I thought he picked up another pro bikini girl. Oh, okay. Like she had like, already been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and like that was her. Yeah. And no, it's actually, it, I look at the tag and it's this Jen girl I've heard about for a while. Right. 
And, um, so, you know, I, I go to her page, I, I hit her with a follow. Obviously she wins the fucking overall and I messaged her. I was like, dude, you're fucking, I don't even fucking know what I said. I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that was incredible. And dude, I can't lie. She'd become one of my favorite humans. Really? And, yeah. We're, we're really fucking tight. I definitely awesome. consider Jen, uh, a friend of mine. So Jen, congratulations. I know you're listening here. Um, you deserve everything you've got. The praise you're getting on social media currently, you absolutely dominated um that was incredibly impressive um who she is as a person is someone uh, i always um always like sift through stories and i see people you know resharing ifbb pros posts about like oh my god like you know i love this girl so much or you know yeah, I love sure. so on my end it's an interesting perspective right i'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus here but i know some really shitty people okay who are looked up to really heavily well, yeah and some of them okay. by my clients which kind yeah. of bothers me okay but like it's not my place to be like hey that's a terrible fucking human being right like yeah. you're gonna figure it out you know eventually anyways yeah, yeah, yeah. um and so it, you know it's i think it's cool like um you know like when when my girls turned pro earlier in the year it's like it's cool that good people mm-hmm. are getting what they deserve right sure. and it's good that we're adding more good human beings mm-hmm. to the pro league mm-hmm. and you know so for anyone who follows me um you're a bikini competitor you're not a bikini competitor um follow jen she posts really really like it, it's she's uplifting like her vibes are solid yeah um like that's the one who I want my girls to look up to okay that's someone who I want my girls to aspire to be like, yeah, yeah. I don't want you looking up to so-and-so and be sure, like, Oh my God, like sure. I want to be her. And yeah. like, she's an actual shit person. Yeah. I want you looking up to someone like Jen um, and be like, that's like, that, that's what I strive for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into bodybuilding, which leads into our topic of the day about character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bodybuilding shows aren't a measure of how good of a person you are. Right. But I measure people, sensible people measure people by how good of a person you are. Mm -hmm. You can win all the Olympias in the world. And if you're a shit person, you don't show up to your own show. Like Ronnie Coleman shows up to the fucking Ronnie Coleman takes pictures with everyone. He can't even fucking stand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He tried to sometimes. He he did, man. He was, it was rough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually, we, we talked about that. I said, man, if I had his fucking resume, I'd do it too. (laughs) You just sit all day. If I, if I, if I had to cross that fucking bridge. Yeah. And go to the other side where on the other side's eight Olympias, but it's a shit quality of life. Once you're done, I'm Damn. on that other side. I'm crossing that bridge every Dude. single time. I don't know if I could, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, I would like a year or so ago. I don't think I could either, yeah. but now it's like, I, I want in, that so bad. In it. I'm in yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're like, you become, it's, a, it's, it's it probably similar to, you know, pro athletes. Yeah. It was hundred percent. There's some, there are some shitty pro athletes. I'm sure. Oh, just terrible people. Oh, oh, majority. <laughs> I literally worked with them. <laughs> <laughs> they were awful. Yeah. But what's beautiful about bodybuilding is you're constantly, every single decision you make in bodybuilding translates to the progress you make with your physique and, you know, and your placing and on stage and all that stuff. Every single decision you make, you make either the right decision or wrong decision. The right decision, wrong decision, what you make consistently over time and what becomes a norm for you, that's called your character. And your character is something that can possibly be it's it's ever evolving right throughout your life it's going to change often um someone can be a good person today you know a little something shady goes on maybe they get some backhanded dollars or something to change like politicians right like get some backhanded dollars to change yeah, your stance yeah. on something that doesn't actually benefit people they become shit people do you, we, I, I mean we see it all the time I, I have a question for you yeah so it's more of a thought yeah is 
do you think everybody has good intentions with, with and makes bad decisions with the intention of good? I firmly believe that people, everyone, so everyone, it's, it's every the argument. human wants to be right. Every yes. human has their beliefs because they think that their beliefs are the correct beliefs. Okay. The issue is two things. Number one, you become correct in your mind. You, 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 you validate yourself as I'm right. Yeah. Okay. And when you say you're right, a, a huge issue we see, especially like right now mm-hmm. um, during presidential election time, you alienate everyone on the other side. Mm-hmm. And it was a big thing with the Black Lives Matters movement. Mm-hmm. So the Black Lives Matters movement, you know, it's ongoing. It's constantly pushing, pushing, pushing. Right. And so um, there's an issue within the movement that f- pulls them back from picking up the steam that they can get. Mm-hmm. So the issue within the movement is. If you don't agree with every single thing we stand for, and if you don't do every single little tiny minute thing we do, mm-hmm. then you're not with us. You're against us. Mm-hmm. And that's an extremely problematic way of thinking. Yeah. It's also a very ignorant way of thinking. Okay. There's not a lot of intelligence in if you're not with us, you're against us because yeah. it doesn't need to be that way at all. See, my thought. For example, I can think that... Um, I can think that police brutality is a huge issue. Okay. Um, The numbers don't necessarily support my beliefs here a ton Mm -hmm. because I do think it's a big issue. Okay. I think there's police officers who greatly abuse their power, right? We're not going to turn this into a whole debate here. This is the hole I decided to go down. It's more of a thought provoking. Yeah. But in that same sentence, I also think it's wrong to like loot. Yeah. From small so, business so owners in, in, in a big downtown city. I don't think I don't have to support looting because I don't support police brutality. So the, does that make that's, sense? That's where I was going with it. Kind yeah. of is not the police brutality side, but it's like the, the thought of the guy steals for his family because yeah. they're starving hundred percent and he breaks the law, Yeah, but he's doing it for the intention of good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, I think you're accurate there. Yeah. I think the people who are looting aren't inherently wrong. Yeah. You know, for the sake of this conversation. So I picked an extreme because yeah. I think an extreme is, I think it's the best way to, yeah, to yeah, talk yeah. about my we, point. We, right? It's not black and white. There's a lot. Exactly. Of yeah. It's all a gray area. Right. Yeah. But the people looting are doing it mm-hmm. and thinking this pulls away from the city who funds the police department. And so maybe they're not wrong. Like they're not inherently bad people because yeah. they're looting. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it. I think yeah. that you go through life earning your stripes. Yeah. Like I think yeah, you yeah. earn what's on your plate. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the most firm believer in that. Um, dude, actually, you know, it's funny over the weekend. I got a really funny question. This, this person listens to the podcast and stuff. And I told them it was a very, I, I was going to talk about it. Okay. Um, we chatted super quick and, uh, it's it's very rare that someone brings up business success to me okay. um, when like they're, they're like own? in a conversation. No, like um, tips. Oh, OK. Tips. Right. And so, you know, this 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 guy started talking to me about, dude, like, what, man, what you built like this is like amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm proud of it. X, Y, Z. Like I really want that for myself. So we're talking about some items just super quick. And he goes, all right, let me ask you. I'm like, what do you think about cryptocurrency? 
Okay. And I was like, yeah. All right. You know, I, that's a fair question. I think it's a good question. I think a lot of people want to, you know, understand crypto better. Yeah. And, you know, I don't look at, I don't, I, are you well versed in it? Very, uh, very basic. Yeah. Okay. I, do, I understand what Bitcoin is and what, yeah. the, what the plan, the point of Bitcoin yeah. is, where like as Ethereum is a totally different piece. Of course. I understand where they fall. Of, of course. That's kind of where I'm at too. Okay. All right. And so my views, and I've actually talked to Steven and Tony about it as yeah. well, and their views kind of align with mine. I think this is probably align with yours as well. So with every business concept, right? Mm-hmm. You want to take, you start with water yeah. and like, can I turn this into a very fine wine? Yeah. Is that possible? That's the goal. It's why you start a business. Yeah. Um, and so I think cryptocurrency is viewed as a business, right? Okay. So um, I don't even know how I'm talking about this right now, but anyway, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Cause I, so, I, I know my theory is on it. So yeah. I'd love to hear what you think. So, so yeah, we've actually never talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, the chances of turning water into wine with cryptocurrency, very, very small, but the chances of turning water into wine with the business are very, very small too. Right. Okay. So what do we, how do we bridge this gap? So yeah. let's pull back from wine. What if we can turn it into Dr. Pepper? It's kind of the analogy I always use with people okay. whenever I do talk about this, how can we turn water into Dr. Pepper? So with a business man, turn water into Dr. Pepper. It's like you make it profitable and you're allowed to pay yourself. Are you classifying wine as better than Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Uh, for, for the sake of conversation, I would love a vote. I, on I am, but also <laughs> you, you, you never find $50,000 Dr. Peppers. Do you? <laughs> Good fucking point. Maybe vintage. Okay, anyway, I have ahead. had a drink of $50,000 wine though. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> so, so, so it's so, not, you're not look, you're not trying to transform the water into yeah, something extremely expensive, yeah, profitable. The, the, you know, the wine's a million bucks. Yes. Right. Yeah. And like the Dr. Peppers, like what? 50 G's like, like what, what's six living figures. wage? What's living? We'll, we'll call it six figures. Six figures, seven figures. hundred thousand dollars is Dr. Pepper. Yeah. The chances that we turn water into a hundred thousand dollars with cryptocurrency still very small. Okay. But, but, but but who's trying to do that? Are you talking about like the, an individual or an individual who had some cash, some, some expendable cash on them. Let's say they have to invest in like a Bitcoin. Yeah. Let's say they have 12,000 bucks to invest. Right. Are we, are we ever going to get an ROI of one twelve on this? Are we ever going to reach Okay. A complete ROI. So I think you're missing the point of crypto. Okay. And, you're and looking at crypto as an investment. I'm looking at, absolutely. Crypto. Well, that's how, but that's how it was asked to me. The, okay. Fair, it was asked fair. to me. Okay. As so the intention business. was a business. Well, yeah. so the Ethereum is a business, but it's yeah. a business for banks. Yeah. It's not a business for individuals to invest. Is that what's being used yet? Uh, it's they're building upon it. Ethereum? Okay. So like, yeah. in uh, my understanding is this: look at Bitcoin as gold. Yeah. We don't buy shit with gold. No. But gold has is an asset. It does. It has it's an asset value. And dollars, dollars, and dollars are what we purchase. Promote with. the um 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 uh, represent the gold. Sure. And that that increases or decreases the value. But there's not a single company in America that doesn't accept a dollar. And there's a lot of companies Correct. that don't accept Bitcoin. Which is essentially so, end game. No, Ethereum it, is the end game. No, the, the the income before I'm getting out with this is you can't turn. So you can turn water into Dr. Pepper with Bitcoin. It's very unlikely. Mm-hmm. Water to Dr. Pepper. So with 12 G's, you can start a company. With 12 G's, you can start a business. Yeah, you can. It, it's much, much. Now we're much, 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 much more likely. IMO. I have no data back in this <laughs> sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. To turn a business into six figures. Yeah. Then we are crypto. Yeah. Because my understanding of crypto is there's a bunch of miners who are fucking people over and like, you know, kind of hold. <laughs> That's kind of the way. There's, there's shit happen with that. Yeah. But until the, the argument is always from everyone who's big on crypto. 
well, you know, gold constantly fluctuates as well. Well, the American dollar constantly fluctuates as well. There's a minimum standard deviation here that mm-hmm. we know the dollar is going to be worth every day. We, we have gold backing it up. Mm-hmm. And we also have a military that can blow you into obliterate. Yeah. Backing it up as well. Okay. Bitcoin, you know, just as a figurative number attached to it mm-hmm. that's constantly ebbing and flowing. Just We're think really of it as digital peaking gold. Peaking in but we can't hold it. Doesn't matter. We can't go to Target. Who fucking cares? We can't go to Target. We can't go to Target. Shut up. Hold, no. <laughs> yeah. What, what you're about Do to you ask, go? I have I have $1,000 in my wallet right now. Are you about to ask me if I carry around cash? Because okay. I never do, but, but I have 1000 on me. But how, I never do, but I have 1000 Right now. But how much do you use your card? All the time. It's digital. All the time. We already use digital, digital money. Yeah, but it links to my physical cash. Okay, so Chase goes under. <laughs> now you don't have any more physical fucking cash. Chase did not go under. <laughs> Do not tell me that. We have way too many business accounts with them. <laughs> so, okay, I think I'm... I think I'm going further than the question was originally asked. Yeah, I would yeah. love to hear it, though. So, it, I just... For simplicity is... Bitcoin is gold. Ethereum is dollar. Cash. Mm-hmm. Because what Ethereum is doing... It, I have no knowledge on what the code is behind all this shit. Yeah. But it's my understanding that, that Bitcoin is the asset. Yeah. And it's like, an, it's the investment. Yeah. Whereas Ethereum is going to be the platform where people do purchases on. So you can buy a t-shirt off of Instagram. Okay. And you could use something like Ethereum, but it's, it's probably going to be translated into a dollar. That makes sense. Or a Euro or a backing or a somewhere. The, but the code behind it is the digital side. Okay. And I, cause I think what we, I think what the issue is with conversions. Yeah. Like I think we yeah. want to, I think mainly people on digital, mainly people want a consistency Something steady for the, the, but it has to be a worldwide currency. Correct. That's steady for everyone. That's, That's hard to do. Yeah. Is that impossible? It might be impossible. I don't know, but I imagine, I imagine because the United States is so greedy. Yeah. That it's going to, sway towards us specifically yeah. or China. If anything, if anything threatens the dollar, the US is going to take care of it. <laughs> we'll never hear unless we again. own unless you own the property. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So. Yeah. So we're kind of fucked either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not even sure how I got on that story. Right. For some reason what was I wanted the point? to tell that story. What was the point of the story? I don't fucking know. A we listener? were talking about something. He was a listener? Yeah, he was a listener for the podcast. And he was just curious what Bitcoin thought? Shout out to homie. I had a I had a path I was going with it. I had a they ask, but with they it. ask you business questions. Yeah. And you said yeah. nobody typically asks you business yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rare. That is rare. Was that the point? Um, no, there was another one. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> let's get back to the topic. Anyways, back to the character beyond bodybuilding. Hopefully, you guys learn. I'd love to hear what you think about Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> in bodybuilding, everything that you do, every choice you make is about your character. Right? Every choice we make in our life is is you know about your character, and what I think people overlook is the minute little decisions. Um, am I going to finish my water today? All right. So hitting your water one out of three or missing your water one out of 365 days doesn't seem like a huge deal, right? The reality is it's not a huge deal in terms of like physical performance and progress and, you know, things like that. What is the big deal is opening up the door now. Now we've opened the door that it's okay to not do this. And when, whenever you open that door, the, the more you open the door, the more things you kind of like let slide or like let get by or like you just kind of skate by on it, right? The more that door opens, the more potential we have and not even just potential, really even beyond that, the, the much, much, much higher likelihood of us making choices that do not directly benefit us, it, 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 it elevates drastically. 
in dramatic fashion. Every single time we do one little thing, it cracks that door open just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And every single time we have positive things, we do positive things, it closes that door just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. That's not just in bodybuilding. It's everywhere. But the beauty of bodybuilding is there's more decisions that a bodybuilder has to make in a day. A competitive bodybuilder has to make more decisions in a day than a business owner does, than the most successful business owner does. Because it's every single variable. It's every single second of how you spend every single day. You have a choice as a bodybuilder of how you want to spend that. Do you want to spend it becoming a better athlete? Or do you want to spend it allowing things to skate by, slip by, and staying in the same place you are as an athlete? Or, you know, doing the dreaded not being as good as an athlete. Every decision you make, it falls back around character. Every decision you make within bodybuilding goes out to your life, right? Someone who cheats on their diet all the time. I mean, all the time. They, they, they can't stop cheating on their diet. What's the likelihood that they're an actual reliable person in real life? It's not super high. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who cheat on their diets a lot and who they are as people reflect that quite frank. Okay. I know people who, you know, say that they're training really, really hard, but they're not actually training hard. They're extremely dramatic people and they, mm-hmm. they want the attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want the clout um, and they never actually make any progress. But okay. then the people they are in real life, very dramatic. Okay. Well, if there's drama, they're in the middle of it. Yeah. But they kill themselves in the gym. Oh, so hard. Yeah. Like, dude, I've seen a woman go to the gym, train. You know who this is. Okay. Because <laughs> she's, she's not on my team anymore. Went to the gym. She trained. At House of Gains. Okay. After her set, she, like, was down on the ground. Yeah. You know, like, rolling around. Yeah. Bit, right. And I was like, what's up? Did you hurt something? In perfect English. <laughs> no, no. <gasps> no. None of that. No, that, set was, that set was so hard. I was like. <laughs> I saw the last rep, though. <laughs> it, it wasn't hard. Oh, the last rep was identical to yeah. the first rep. And the first rep wasn't very hard. I, and she's yeah. like, what? I think I just made it look way easier than it was. It was so hard. And it's like, it's so hard. You couldn't talk right now. I think we have more. I think we need to go back in and get it in. Needless to say, you know, she got kicked off the team for some things, but okay. anyways, <laughs> yeah, beyond, beyond that point, but like that, that that's a thing. That's a yeah. thing that happens. People who really want the attention and mm-hmm. they really want to be dramatic and over amplify everything in life. Right. Yeah, sure. To a point of diminishing returns where it pulls away from them. And it really feeds into nothing, just so negativity. It's, it's a person who says they work really hard. Exactly. And it, it, their job. It's their character. And they don't. And they don't at all. It's their yeah. character. It's who yeah. they are. What's wild is when you start aligning all of these things together, you start aligning, you know, your most successful clients are also very good at their careers. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean they make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Some of them do. But Some they, of them live very modest lifestyles, but they're yeah. very good and in tune with their careers. Yeah. They're very good teammates. They're, they're, they're very good communicators with me. Their check-ins yeah. are always perfect. They're probably they're really good partners. Times. They're probably really good partners. Yeah. Um, and you know, 
people who kind of consistently make, you know, decisions that creak that door open a little bit more, we can kind of say the opposite of all those. Mm-hmm. They're always in between jobs or they're very expendable as a friend mm-hmm. um, or as a partner. Mm-hmm. They have very unstable relationships. They don't ever make progress, um, you know, in terms of becoming a better athlete on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no upward uh, trajectory in their professional life. Um the character is as a business owner myself, when I meet someone, the first thing I start trying to pick up on is character. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So a lot of people meet me and they try to impress me. You know, that song by Shania Twain that don't impress me much. You know that song? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised uh, you'd uh, reference uh, that song. Like, it's country. Say you're Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> that don't impress. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of me. I need to see you sing that song. now. Um, so yeah. Fuck, if I remembered it well enough. I don't know it enough. I just know the hook. I, yeah. <laughs> I know she says like, oh, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress yeah, me. And yeah, I was yeah. like, it was right after they broke up. Talking it was half, right after they yeah. broke up, dude. Dude, he was struggling. He probably went on our surface for a second. That's a that's some shade. That's some shade. <laughs> dude, holy crap. Can you imagine if we had, never mind. <laughs> if we dropped a wow. song throwing wow. shade on people? I was, no, I was about to say something you're going to have to edit out. We don't edit our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so when I meet someone and they just like instantly go into trying to impress me, I know that like, like you're just really looking for validation and stuff. That's like yeah. not going to be there. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, dude, I don't valid. I, I'm not one for validation. Okay. But like, like real talk, when's the last time I told you good job? <laughs> like never. <laughs> like, I just don't, I don't do that. Yeah. That's like not really like, but I think my, I, but the thing is, I think I do a good exactly. job. Exactly. And yeah. so you don't need it. You don't constantly yeah. crave it. But why do you think you do a good job? Cause you do a good job and well, people you, who do a good do job don't need, need it. to do. That's it. Yeah. And that is doing a good job. Yeah. Like you meet my expectation every single day. Sure. My expectation is really high. And the people who I feel, you know, need validation yeah. are you know, constantly, they, they reach it some days, mm-hmm. but they don't reach it all the time. Mm-hmm. And see, here's why I'm so hard to work with. I'm so fucking hard to work with because I'm not just holding you to a standard of athlete. I'm holding you like, I believe team Haley is a culture of human being of an, of mm-hmm. an individual. Mm-hmm. And if you're not living up to that culture, I'm gonna let you know. And if I let you know, you don't do anything to fix it. That's okay. Look, yeah. I'm not going to kick you off the team per se. Yeah. But I remember, I remember everything. Okay, I that think, you know that that if you want to be a poor teammate, that's okay. Yeah. If if you want to, you know, slack off in support of other people around you who aren't even on your team, that's okay. But understand karma's everywhere. And karma comes back on everything. Character, if you're with me, I'm pushing you. You need to be you need to become a better person. If you're not becoming a better person, I'm concerned because there's no way you're hitting your protocols perfectly day after day after day after day after day after day, constantly making that choice to close the door just a little bit more. And you're not growing in your profession, in your personal, you're not growing at all. Well, that tells me you're not hitting motherfucking protocol because Mm -hmm. this is a direct representation. Your character is a direct representation of who you are as a bodybuilder and vice versa. There isn't really a gray area here. It's super black and white. When you're talking about who a person is, and I want to really nail this point home to you guys because, man, there's so many people out there. Uh, Fuck, honestly, I might be doing it. I don't even understand, but there's so many of us who are just wasting time on people who are completely fucking helpless. 
Mm. And let me tell you what wasting time gets you. It gets you absolutely nothing because you don't get that time back. You don't get the energy back. You don't get any of those resources back. You could have put those resources into something more conducive, like helping out a friend who you didn't know needed it because you couldn't tell they needed it because you were busy worrying about the person who's fucking helpless. You could have helped out yourself. Fuck, you could have turned water into wine with a fucking business with the amount of fucking energy some people invest in a shitty fucking f- people, right? Mm-hmm. You're a, a shitty partner. You know, your, your partner always wants to pick fights on you. Dude, what blows my mind is how do people like, like, like there are people who argue in relationships about the one gets too hot for the other one in terms of their physique progress. How's that become a thing? How's that become a thing? Like they're too, like they're too attractive to other, like, like, other you, people? like, like you used to be in my league and now you're like out of my league type thing. Well, then, they get, you, then get to the motherfucking gym. Yeah. And fucking pick it up. Yeah. That's, but that's a character issue, mm-hmm. right? Every single decision you make ties back into now. How can we just consistently make the right decisions? Number one, I dude, I think I truly believe if you don't go into a day with a plan and this is coming from the least structured person, you know, if you don't go today with a plan, you're probably already setting yourself up for failure. You're probably you're 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 probably not going to do a very good job. It's not just a plan of you know your meals and stuff. I think a lot of bodybuilders put themselves in this like box that they're not allowed to like reach outside of. Mm-hmm. Right? They get so condensed into being a bodybuilder that they don't really think about or focus on anything else. It's like, uh, how are you going to approach your interpersonal connections Mm -hmm. on that day? Mm -hmm. Um, How are you going to go about helping make someone else feel good about themselves on the day? Um, How are you going to go about, you know, elevating yourself first, you know, getting yourself through the entire day and the expectation that you hold yourself to, but then also elevating yourself through that time, like personal growth type stuff. Mapping all of this out is extremely imperative. I believe the best way to do this is through meditation Mm -hmm. um, and being able to really get into a meditative flow state. Like every single morning I go on my 45 minute walk with Peyton and I like, I feel like I'm like, um, I'm like filing away the folders in my mind into a complete organization of everything I need to do for the day. Mm -hmm. I I know that makes sense to you. I don't know if it makes sense to everybody, but I literally, like I literally, they just feel like the folders are being put where they need to be. And like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to flip through the folders and go through each folder, you know, mm-hmm. as the day unfolds. Um, so, you know, what, what are your priorities for the day? What are you getting done you know, throughout the day? Um, going into it with a plan and attacking and sticking to that plan, holding yourself disciplined to the plan, um, desiring to achieve the end goal of the plan. All of these things line up. But what you're going to notice about people who are like the best fucking bodybuilders, you know, on the amateur stage, on the professional stage, a majority of them have good character. Mm-hmm. A majority of them are inherently good people. The people who the fame hasn't gotten to yet. Um, so, you know, probably not the Olympia champions, mm-hmm. um, you know, unfortunately, but the people who the fame hasn't gotten to yet, they're still making the choices to creak that door closed. Honestly, fame covers up a lot of things and fame can cover up the fact that that door is wide open. You have nothing but flaws and people are still going to just love you and accept you for exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. That's something I don't think any of us are really interested in. But character is a massive ideal. Watch Cecily Weck. Follow Jen Saluski, like I told you to. 
Ivana. Great one. I, I, yeah. I talk about Ivana. Follow Ashley Jones. I think Ashley Nadia Ayo. does a good job. Nadia does an amazing job. Katie Younger. Yeah. Like, follow these people. You know what I've noticed? And I've, as you've been talking, I've kind of been thinking about this. And I yeah. don't know if you like this answer. Yeah. Or this thought. But. I like it. I think. Thought. I think you. I think people want should understand that you and other coaches who are trying to make some incredible impact and incredible change within the sport of bodybuilding, because at the end of the day, this is a sport. Yeah. And it's not caught up to obviously major sports such as yeah. the NBA or the NFL or the MLB. Yeah. If you look at those sports and you pay attention to the coaches and the athletes, those people are rigorous in how they live mm. their life. Yeah. And if they're not, their coach is going to say something or their the strength coach is going to say something or, you know, someone on the team will help that athlete. Yeah. And I think bodybuilding being where it's at today in the world is such an entry level opportunity because uh-huh. we can't get you and I can't get into the NBA. We, if we even tried, Fuck no. not even close, Fuck no. but I could, I, don't know, I could jump I can, on, I, I can box anyone. <laughs> but I could jump on stage and eat. You can. I could, you can. I really yeah. could. And, yeah, I, and could. with, even with zero interest, I, you, I could, we could get on some, you know, drugs and we could do yeah. some things. We can, it can, can make teas and it can make it happen. Yeah. It's you a know? choice you can make. The NBA is not available. To you. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think that a lot of people, and we've talked about this plenty of times a lot of people want to do this for themselves or yep. for clout or for whatever reason that isn't for the sport yeah and that's fine i understand why and you know some i, I get what that means to some people in their mm-hmm. lives and i get what that you know they can look back on that when they're older and say i did this and i'm proud of that yeah but in the sake of the sport and i think uh, some people don't fully understand yet what that sport means to you yeah, and many other coaches and even a lot of your, you know, current athletes. Yeah. And I think that sport is so much more important or that, that information is so much more important to understand in regards to the sport of bodybuilding, because where we want it to go yeah, based on what we look, how we look at the NFL or how urban Meyer works, Ohio state, worked yeah. Ohio state. I, I just think people miss that. I, I, I think they miss I, the point of that. I think you're very right. And I had some conversations with some, some clients this week about it. I think that's, I, I, I think that's perfect for this topic because why do I care so much about your character? Because let me promise you this. All, almost all my clients listen to this podcast. Every single client should listen to this podcast, but I know at least 90 fucking percent of my roster like doesn't miss a podcast. Right. You guys care a lot about winning mm-hmm. and winning is cool and it's fun. And like with winning comes, you know, some fame to a certain extent, mm-hmm. praise, adulation, all mm-hmm. that stuff that comes with winning. You guys will never. You'll never understand how much it means to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's possible to understand how much it means to me. I, I, let me uh, let me my, add, my name has to be affiliated with winners. Let me add a piece of that. Yeah, because the more I've worked with you, and the more yeah. we've you know, the the further our friendship is gone, the more yeah. I understood. And I think, I think people don't understand that you want bodybuilding to become something ex- exponentially greater, and the people yeah. you're surrounding yourself with, I think like Matt. Yeah, you know, they want this to be something that is. I hate, I don't want to use the word mainstream, but kind of in a way you want yeah. to become in a mainstream we want public the Olympia eye to be on ESPN. He's, yeah. And it yeah. can happen. Yeah. And that's what we talk. We, you know, we, we fuck around. We joke about doing a show and shit, Yeah, but that's why we talk about that. hundred percent is because 
we think it's reality. I think we can do it. Exactly. Like I, I think we and the people we have around the resources we have, yeah. I think we can get it there. Bodybuilding means a lot to me. Yeah. Like bodybuilding gave me purpose in a life that like, and I know a lot of you can agree with this. Like, man, honestly, if it wasn't for this sport, I'm not real sure what I would be doing. It's kind of scary to think about. Um, I know that I wouldn't be financially secure. I know that I wouldn't be fulfilled. I know that I wouldn't be a very happy individual. I know that all my entire friend group would be completely different. It would probably be consisting of the people I talk about who drain your battery and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like bodybuilding gave me all of this. And I feel like I owe it all of me. And that's why, you know, earlier in the podcast, I said, if I had to walk across that bridge that Ronnie Coleman walked across, I would too. I'll give bodybuilding all of me. If I can be the best in the world eight fucking times and you're telling me the only thing I have to give up is I can't fucking walk later in life, then God damn it. I'm going to fucking do that shit. I think it's important for people to understand that context. Yeah. Cause not everybody wants that. Not everyone wants that. And that's okay. And not everybody wants to be the top 10 NBA players, the top NFL players. Cause whatever, whatever stress, whatever life changes come along with that, Mm -hmm. whether it's interpersonal, whether it's professional or whether it's, I can't do anything for the rest of my life if I don't have the NFL. Yeah. But to me, that's what it means. Yeah. And like, that's how much I get. Mm -hmm. And like as a coach, you know, I want to have tons of Olympia champions and Mm -hmm. and I know that I'm going to have a lot, but the sacrifice that it makes or takes, you know, be an Olympia champion. Um, coach mm-hmm. consistently it's a lot it's a lonely lifestyle sure um, it really is sure. and you know i'm lucky that i have a good you know people around me all support that goal and push towards that goal but i care so much about your character as a human being because that's how you compile wins by if if your character is becoming stronger and greater and you're becoming a better person you're more like you're more likely to hit protocols you're more likely to execute with the intent that I want you executing with. You're more likely to be a good teammate. You're more likely to uplift your teammates. You're more likely to just be there for people and be available for people. Elevate the brand. Because you're either going to pull away from it or you're going to elevate it. And it's a huge brand. It's, it means something. It means everything to me. And it means something to you guys too as my clients. It means a lot to you guys as well. You're not going to win a bodybuilding show without undergoing a shit ton of personal growth. And that personal growth all starts with the choices that you make in the day to day. Do I hit my water? Do I hit my sodium? Do I hit my food? Do I hit the cardio? Do I hit the uh, training? Do I, you know, all these items. You want to be an elite bodybuilder? Focus on being a fucking elite person first. Because I promise you that one's going to get you way, way further in life. And it's something that I've seen so much over the last eight years of being a coach. Build your character. And the byproduct of that is you're going to have a much, much, much more lucrative and fulfilling and winning bodybuilding career. It all ties in together. Episode 105. I'll see you next time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 